episode 58 year two today we're gonna talk about nothing now we're gonna talk about uh the wsop main coming up next week talk about my home game daniel and doug's challenge my boy trump and his insane rally we just watched which was fun Buckle up! The mouthpiece is next. Yo, yo, yo! It's been a couple of weeks. How you guys doing? What's up? Welcome to the mouthpiece episode 58. So, um, interesting week. I, uh, since I last talked to you guys, I actually got out of the house twice went to the Bellagio um wore a mask was surrounded by plexiglass and played some 50 and 100 no limit hold them uh first week last week I was up 10,000 in like two hands I pick up kings against ace king and guy goes all in with me uh then two hands later, I flop a set of fives on a deuce five. I'm sorry, five, seven, ten, two spade board. I lead out. Guy calls. Turn card comes the king of spade. I laid out big. Guy calls. The river comes a queen and I lead out big. And the guy calls and shows me ace jack with the jack of spades so he he floated the flop drawing stone dead the spade spader king queen and um and then uh, somehow hit the king of spades and the offsuit queen so i lost back six thousand right away and now i was like four thousand winner uh i then proceeded to play for another three or four hours to book a five hundred dollar win very disappointing, could have been so much more. Then I went out Thursday, Saturday, two days ago. Um, I was around, it was, the game wasn't as good. I was, I was between three and 5,000 winner. Picked off a guy trying to bluff me with two jacks. And then I made a catastrophic mistake. Board flop, ace, queen, five two diamonds three of diamonds on the turn and he let out i called and he bet 2900 on the river and uh i i just didn't think he had a flush and i probably i kind of rush called probably should have thought it through i mean check call lead bomb when i call it looks like i got a big ace it's probably an easy fold i hadn't played in a while so I lose like 4,700 there, but then I win like three pots in a row, finished the day with 2,900 winner, so 3,400 in two plays of about three and, and six, nine hours. Uh, I don't know, what's that, 400 an hour? All right, whatever. So uh, that's the only two get plays I made, um, playing poker. Uh, I've been watching the Daniel Doug high stakes feud which 
listening to Daniel after the match, I don't know if it's a feud anymore. I mean, I think these two are going to go out to dinner and make out or something, man. They're like best buddies now. I don't know, man. I'm just like, uh, uh, dude, the guy fucking called you every name under the fucking sun. I guess it's good to be forgiving. Uh, I got the heebie-jeebies. The guy who, you know, set me up in 2005 when I had to go to jail, you know, he cried on my shoulder three years late, two years later, saying how sorry he was and he made the wrong mistake by setting me up. And I'm like, well, I forgive you. I just can't be your friend. So, um, you know, it's okay to forgive. And but I, I, I don't know, man. I'm, seems like they're they're working towards some. Uh, magical friendship or something i i don't know listen i i got nothing wrong with doug all doug has to do is apologize to me for accusing me and phil of cheating on live at the bike and uh i will have all the respect for him but um but uh i i kind of went out against him because i mean to say something like that which was just just he does it for clicks i mean there's i mean what what else does he make up shit for you know, even the other day, if I get 25,000 retweets, I'll show my whole cards. Yeah, okay, you fucking dickwad. Again, look, doing anything for clicks. You know, I got nothing against Doug. You know, I, 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 just, I wish him the best, but uh, I, he owes me an apology. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it was that. He accused me of Phil cheating. The Mike Postel interview, he fucking bashed me for that because he didn't get it. So, you know, whatever with with uh, with Doug is what it is. Uh, my, my um, let's see, my uh, take on the match so far. So Daniel, he picked up, what, about 90,000 last week. So he's it's about 500,000 loser. Um, I... I feel like, I mean, again, I, I hope somebody, what's up, Gizmo? You know, you're the star of the show. Gizmo got his nuts cut off three days ago. He's healing right now. Everybody want to say hi to Gizmo? Gizmo, don't be shy. Come here. Come here, baby. There he is. There's Gizmo. He's nutless. He's nutless. Poor little guy. He lost his nuts. He lost his nuts. Let's sing it. He lost his nuts. He lost his nuts. He lost. What happened, Giz? Did you lose your nuts? Well, that's what happens when you keep attacking the females. See, I wasn't going to neuter him. But then he wanted to. He went, his testosterone started kicking in. He started attacking my female cats. They were petrified of him. And for that, he got his nuts cut off. Anyways, so going back to um, you know, the match... To me, now, if anybody's watching the match and when we take phone calls, could call in and either agree with what I'm saying or tell me that I'm wrong, it seems to me when you play against somebody like Doug, who never folds, I mean, he takes any pair to the river. Why are you consistently three-betting dog shit out of position where you have to make a hand? To me, if I 
I mean, he does a lot of check calling, which is good. Um, but to me, I, I'd rather just call pre-flop, let him win. A, like, if he wins 10 pots for 800 and then he pays you off 30000 and you've won one out of 10, you're going to be winner. So now, don't get me wrong, of course, he stopped calling after a while. And when he stops calling... Then you start three betting with dog shit and putting pressure on him. But if you're going to fight, I just feel like fighting fire against fire, aggro versus aggro, is kind of maybe not the way to go. And then when he does flop a big hand, I don't know if he's balanced enough. He, he loves to check call, check call, which is great. But there's some. T I think he loses a lot of value. There's a lot of times I just feel he should be raising the turn. And he doesn't do it. What's the matter, Gizzo? That's Woody. That's Woody. Woody, you okay? Okay, Woody. Oh, my poor little girl. Anyway, so um, that's just my take on the match. Uh, I, 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 I know that... Um, you know, he. We talked the other day. He got mad at me when I said you should have won more with the, with the um, aces versus kings hand, um, and I still think he could have won a lot more at that hand. But uh, that's that's not that's a, a nothing hand. Uh, I just uh, I don't know. I, I I think there's a couple of little tiny adjustments. Maybe check raise the turn a little bit more. Uh, maybe fold bottom pair to big bets. Um, I just feel like I find him calling a little bit too much, and uh, uh, well, I just think just I, I think he's playing really good, but I think he just needs to make a couple little tweaks, and uh, and I think he'll be there. And I think one of them is getting a little more value when he's got a big hand, and uh. You know, uh, when Doug checks the river and he misses completely and there's like 25,000 out there, take a big bomb and he'll be with the river. Because, I mean, I've seen like three times Daniels has checked back when and Doug's won a pot with jack high or queen high when Daniels missed a flush or straight draw. So, you know, um, for anybody who's watched the match uh, that's um, listening to the podcast right now, uh you know, when you, we take the phone calls, give me a call. Let me know uh, if uh, what your thought process Money is. Money isn't the source of happiness. But, uh, yeah, overall, I think he's played well. But uh, I think he just needs to tweak a little bit. And I think he's still got a really good shot. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I've got uh, the, the betting line now is 12 and 13 to 1, which I'm trying to get more down at 12 or 13 to 1. So if anybody wants to bet more, and they're basically saying that the chances of Doug winning are the same as Trump winning the presidency. Um, Daniel has a much better chance of winning than Trump does of getting this thing overturned. Now, we, we're talking a little bit about that. Um, the reason why we're a little bit late tonight. Wrong. The reason why we're late tonight is the uh, Trump rally came on and I I just needed to watch him uh, see if he was going to go scorched earth um, he did uh, I mean 
Listen, uh, do I believe if they audited all the signatures on the mail-in ballots that Trump would win? Yes, I do. Okay, is that crazy to say? No. What are they so afraid of if they are so convinced that they won the election and Trump lost of auditing the mail-in ballots, of making sure the signatures match? Because I said before the election, the reason why I told everyone, and including people that are listening right now, that Trump was going to lose was the mass mail-in ballots. And I thought with the lawyers they had lined up that they were going to be forced to audit the signatures. And um, it was never done. So uh, does he have a beef? Uh, Yes and no. Yes, because the ballots should be audited. And no, because he wasn't prepared or he doesn't have the right legal team. I don't know. I mean, you you knew you were going to fight the mail-in ballots after the election, and you've you, you you're one for forty five in the courts. So uh, that means you obviously don't have the correct legal advice or people doing the right legal shit. Now, I think the voting machine thing is bullshit. Uh, and I think that's just more excuse. Now, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. I don't think so. But the mail-in ballots, uh, I think they were stuffed. Um, I do not believe, you know, that Biden, who had no money on hand and nobody was interested in, got 80 million votes. That's 11 million more than Barack Obama, who was getting 100,000 people to turn out to every rally. Think about that. And you'd think they got it's just and then all the all the variables he flipped off uh, 14 houses. They won all the state legislatures. I mean, everything went red and uh, and 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 uh, Biden won 17 percent of the counties, which is like the least ever Trump's first president in history to to get more votes second time than the first time and lose reelection. Um, there's a lot to it. Now, again, I am very content to accept that he lost and Biden won. But why not make it? Why not for the American people just audit the mail-in ballots? What is the why are they fighting it in court? You have to ask yourself that. That's all. That's all. You know. Um, and people say, well, so-and-so easily conceded. Everybody conceded but Trump. Well, we've never had 90 million mail-in ballots. You know, there was 4.3% rejected in 2016 with a million mail-in ballots. And in 2020 with 92 million mail-in ballots, there's 0.05% rejected. There you go. I mean, I'm just being honest, you know. So... That's my opinion on the um, on the election. Um, and, uh, you know, for people to say that, uh, you know, he's being a sore loser. Uh, he, one thing he did say at the rally was funny was he says, hey, if I lost fair and square, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not a sore loser. I'll, I'll take the results of the election, <laughs> um, which was pretty funny. Um, listen. The thing is, I, I bet somebody, I bet him 5000 
that if they ever get any of these states he lost where the mail-in ballots are audited, that Trump will win the election. But I told them I do not believe they will ever get that, and I still don't believe they will ever get that. And you have to ask yourself why. So, um, you know, I'm kind of over the election. That's like old news a month ago. I don't even watch politics anymore. It's just because it is what it is, you know. Um, but uh, the rally tonight was something. If you want, if you had a little popcorn out and you wanted some entertainment. Man, uh, I can't wait to see how the fake news spins this rally tonight. You are fake news. Oh, yes, fake news. But it was pretty good. Uh, he kind of went scorched earth. He really went scorched earth on the governor of of um, Georgia because the governor can't because he knows if one state audits the ballots and they see all the fraud, then the rest will have to follow. So I can understand him being upset, but it ain't going to happen. I told everyone it wasn't going to happen. I still believe it ain't going to happen, but, you know, for all those people out there fighting, God bless you. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm kind of over politics. All right, so um, let's uh, been paying attention to a little bit of sports. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are terrible. Carson Wentz is terrible. We got my pick of the week coming up. Uh, but right now, uh, we are going to take a little phone calls, see what people want to talk about, and then we're going to give my pick of the week. But before we give phone calls, anybody out there who's listening and wants to play in my home game, anybody out there who wants to play in my home game and you have not signed up, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com mouthpoker at yahoo.com and put in the email mouthpiece and receive an extra $100 in chips for $200 deposit. So you get $300 for $200 just if you're listening to the podcast only $300 for $200 but you must put in the email mouthpiece. So the email address again. Email address is mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Receive 300 in chips for 200 into my private home game. We play $1, $2, $2, dollars $4. Omaha, P, I mean PLO, and no limit hold them. Mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Promo code mouthpiece. Okay, let's take some phone calls. Anybody out there? The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. All right, 702-329-0480. Give us a call. Let me know what you want to talk about. I know it's late on a Saturday night, 10.30 East Coast time, 7.30 West Coast time. 
Oh yeah, talking about COVID. Yeah, the COVID lockdown. They're funny. Welcome to the mouthpiece. It's Mike. What's up? Hey, Mike. My name is Josh. Uh, just have a question for you. Sure. Um, I'm going to give you the question first, and then I kind of want to explain, um, you know, what I mean by it. Um, the question is, how do you keep your passion and drive for the game of poker? And now I want to expand on it. Uh, basically, I've been playing poker since I've been 19, 38 years old now. Um, started playing with friends. Started really getting interested, reading all kinds of books, watching all kinds of you know, uh, you know, shows with hands, watching you know you guys play, um, you know, really, really passionate. Did real well for a while. Started playing in casinos. Started playing online. Um, but you know, the way I know the game is still the game, but the way that it's been being played now with such loose, aggressive poker players people just playing any two hands or any two cards and you know you're trying to play abc poker yes i know you got to change it up especially in tournament play but um you know i've just taken so many bad beats so many and i know you always remember the bad things rather than the you know the big pots that you win but um you know i've just i've just lost my drive i i haven't played poker in the last year, maybe more than a couple times, I haven't touched poker. I know in the last six months, and I don't want to. I have no interest because the bad beats and the and the cards people are turning over just it, it just sickens me. And I know that's the kind of play you want to make money off, but it sure seems like I'm not making money off that okay. kind of play that I'm seeing. And my brother, he's still passionate. He does well. Followed him in Omaha, told him. Um, and I try and, you know, talk with him and discuss things. And maybe I'm just not as good as what I thought. But, I mean, I, I really feel I'm a good player. And um, But that's just, that kind of stuff is just zapped my drive and my passion for it. And sure. I guess, you know, how do you keep that with okay, all that so, kind of stuff? That, so I'm going to give you two things of advice okay uh i we've everybody who's poker player have gone through losing sessions i have instead of going every day to think you're how much am i going to win today you start getting in a negative mindset how much how many bad beats am i going to take how much am i going to lose today okay so the first thing is take time off okay you take enough time off to where you go down and you enjoy it again okay and you get when I say enough time, enough time where the, the negativity is out of your mind. Second thing okay. to overcome the bad beats is buy in shallower. Okay, so let's just say you're usually buying in deep, right? When you buy in deep, okay. it gives people, uh, they look at your stack, it gives them the correct odds with the, to call with so many bad hands. So right. if you buy in for 50 uh to 100 big blinds deep um right and you re-raise it like 10x okay like yeah. guy raises 3x you make it 10x okay right there you you now price them out of calling with middle pairs to flop a set or you right. know what i'm trying to say and so Whenever you're you, you you can do that to put them where they're not getting the right price to call, even if you yeah. get bad beats, you're going to always have the best of it. Does that make sense? So it does. 
So that's my what I used to do when, like, when you're running good, you want to put a bunch on the table because you feel like you know where you're at, you can outplay everyone. But when you're running bad, I, you know, Phil Helmuth taught me this. It's like just buy in cheap, buy in, I don't know, fifty to seventy big blinds, and uh, you know, if you get stacked, buy in again and see if you can run it up because. Anytime, whenever you could, you price people out. You're going to take a lot less beats. The deeper you are, the more beats you, the the the, top, the, the stronger you're going to have to play, and the more focus right. you're going to have because people will be playing a lot of bad hands against you. The shallower yeah. you are, uh, they're just not getting the right price to defend their big blind with the deuce five of diamonds when you have yeah. fifty yeah. to fifty big blinds in front of you. See what I'm trying right. to say? So that's my yeah. advice to you is take take you've took the time off, go back in. If you what limits do you usually play? Uh, you know, I'm anywhere from just one two to two five, so low limits. You okay. Know. So like uh even like one two, you could join my home game, mouthpoker yahoo.com. Yeah, I plan on doing that yeah. actually. And uh you get an extra hundred. Uh and yeah. uh and just um, you know, uh, buy in in a one-two game. You could buy in for a hundred. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, the w- people aren't going to come at you when they're being priced out. So that's my advice to you: um, get your confidence back and uh, start rolling. You know, but uh, I appreciate that, Mike. That's, yeah, uh, you know, I definitely mean, what you need to do. You know, even with raises, you know, like you put it out there or whatever. You get. You, I mean, I'm just seeing people. You know, they turn over six, four offsuit. And it's, oh, you know, it's just that. It's you got to know your play. Listen, when you raise somebody's blind, you got to know if they're a protector or not. If they're a protector, oh, sure. open for four X. You know, right? And but, I and I agree with that because I feel like you know I study the table. I feel like you know I do what's necessary. Like I said, I'm not trying to be you know. I, yeah. But I consider myself a good player, and mm-hmm. you know I've done well over the years, and I've you know won a bunch of tournaments. Like I said, only went out to Vegas one time, played a bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, but did quite well. Um, but it's just I, my frustration has just. My my passion and drive, and like like I said, my brother will be playing. He'd be like, "Hey, why don't you uh, you know, why don't you play for a while?" I'm I'm just like I don't Listen, want to. I've I been there. The I've been there, and I've got my passion right now to play. Um, okay. And, and and I had lost it for a long, I didn't after about 2007. I never wanted to play again. I only played the high stakes <laughs> poker because Full Tilt put me in, but I barely played right. at all. I hated playing. Now I got my right. passion to play again, and I, all I do is win. So um, good for you, you know. But good you just you. you can't play every. You can't. You got to take time off. Uh, if you have right. one or two loosened sessions in a row, take a couple days off, and um, and then if it continues, just move on to something else, man. That's right. it. But uh, that's what I do. So, anyways, we got some more calls coming in. I appreciate the call. Okay. I hope that was helpful for you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate You're it. Very, very welcome. Bye, bye. Okay. How many calls we miss? Hello. Yo, welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's up, bud? Oh, hey, Mike. This is me again. I just called oh. Josh. I just got a call from you. Your number. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, sorry, we're just, Mike. 
Oh, same guy? Yeah, you're an idiot. All right, we called the wrong guy. <laughs> Have a good one, my man. All right. Take care. Hey, by the way, the whole Trump thing, I'm on your side. and, and uh, Yeah, I mean, it is ask. it is what it is, but, you know, if you can't get yeah. a court to uh, audit the boat, you know, uh, yeah. it's not, nothing's going to happen, yeah. so... And you know the legal team keeps saying they have this bombshell delivery. They got shit. They got shit. No, they got they got proof. But I mean, uh, do they have enough to get a judge to have them audit the boat? That's all. Right, and I kind of think you know no one wants to touch that. No, of course they don't because they they everybody wants them out as bad as the Republicans want them out just as bad as the Democrats. That's why. Well, absolutely, absolutely. You know because he came in and. He can't be bought, you know, exactly. and uh, the GOP didn't like that either. You know what they I mean? They hated so, it. They think, the funny thing is, they think the old GOP's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I wouldn't yeah. vote for those fucking crooked mother. They're just as crooked <laughs> as the other fuckers. Are you crazy? I Mitt Romney's of the world. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Lindsey Graham's <laughs> of the world. Fuck them. Yeah. All right, buddy. Take care, so, man. We'll, all right. Thanks, Ed. Later. Bye. Man, Danny, what's your problem? Why are you calling back the wrong fucking same guy? Dude, I have a lot of buttons to press over here. Man, you just fucking suck, man. You're over the hill. You're fucking over-fucking-paid, bro. Look at Wooty. Wooty doesn't even love you anymore. She's not feeling good tonight. She's been like this for... I took her in the other day. Is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. She just got sick of being attacked by a, a gizmo. I know. What's up, John? Your call has... Get out of here. Get out of here. 702-329-0480. Give us a call. I know it's late. It's a Saturday night. Call in, you fuckheads. Bum, bum, bum. Don't oh, be yeah. pussies. We did miss this guy. Here's a guy we missed. Hey, Mike. What's up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Who's this? Hi. This is Jeff. Jeff, what's up, buddy? How's it going? Not much. Hey, I enjoy the hell out of your podcast, by the way. Thanks, man. I appreciate you listening, man. I appreciate it. Of so, course. Hey, I have a question for you. What's our best? What's the best way you feel for like a mid-level grinder playing MTTs and that uh, to study? Uh, that's that's a good question. Um, playing MTTs. I mean, there's. Like there's a lot of like teaching courses, um, te- like like uh, that teach tournament poker. Uh, I like uh, what's that uh, the one that uh, what's it, uh, G- that GTO site the Germany guy T T T oh God I wish I knew I'm so stupid, but there's a few of them. Um, uh, if you can uh, du- direct message me on Twitter, I'll, uh, I'll I'll get you the name of a couple of them, and uh, that'll really help you with the MTTs. You know, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Tristan and Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, oh yeah, there you go to John, Jonathan Little. Yeah, Jonathan Little's coaching site is great. 
Uh, oh, PokerCoaching.com. Yes, yes. Jonathan Little's coach. You said my friend Tristan works for the, him. Um, I think that, uh, you know, just tell him uh, that I sent you. And uh, he, he's re- they're really good. They're really good. Yeah. So, um, Funny you said that about PokerCoaching.com because there's a guy on Twitch that does a thing on Saturdays. I've yeah. watched that a couple times, but I didn't know if that was like over my head, you know. No, no, no. He, they're really good for mid-level uh, MTTs and stuff. Uh, Jonathan Little's site is uh, probably one of the best uh, to learn from. And then there's a, a more advanced sites, too, that I was going to send you to. But, uh, yeah, I think Jonathan Little's site would really help you out the most. You know, that's my opinion. Oh, perfect. So You uh, can be a guest on there. Yeah, you know, I John, Jonathan Little's been on my uh, my show a couple times, and uh, I'm getting ready. I was going to I was going to I'm going to start a teaching site uh, on mixed games, uh, split games, uh, Omaha a little bit, and uh, I might do a little bit of No Limit. But um, you know, I'm trying to do something different, so that's going to be coming down the pipe. Uh, right now, I I'm kind of worried about getting my head together. Uh, the the this COVID shit's got me in like depression half the time, so um, I've been trying to work on that the last few weeks. Well, I uh, wish you the best of luck with that, Mike. Yeah, it's it's kind of tough, you know. Um, the the doctor put me on Zoloft, and uh, it's uh, it's made me really really tired. So well, I'm gonna start taking it at night, starting tonight instead of in the morning, because I've been I end up going to sleep all day and feeling like crap. So I'm gonna see if that works, and if it doesn't, I'm gonna try something else. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, I know everybody that's listening that you know that you know that a lot of people are dealing with it with this COVID bullshit. So um, you know, so let's uh, try and do that. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Well, thank you for taking my call. I no, appreciate you're, it you're, very much. You're very welcome, and tell all your friends listen to the mouthpiece, and uh, I appreciate it. And you have a great weekend. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, my Thanks. man. You're very welcome. Bye bye. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, we got some more shit. Uh, I'm not a pussy. I go out. You gotta remember, I got underlying conditions too, so I gotta be careful. I know it's bullshit. Oh, what a relief it is! We have nobody home. What's going on in the football game? Oh, Clemson's only up forty-five to ten. Final. Let's call someone else. We had like three missed calls. Oh, three missed calls. Good. Welcome to the mouthpiece, is Mike. Hey, Mike. What's up, buddy? It's Jason from Virginia Beach. What's up, Jason? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Um, I just wanted to ask you about 08. Um, I've been, I fell in love with 08 at a young age playing, you know, just all kinds of mixed games with these older 60-year-old guys. I was the youngest guy by far, and they would play these crazy mix where yeah. you had to declare at the end of the, on the river, you had to declare if you were high or low and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just really fell that. in love with 08 uh, at a young age, and I played a lot of 1020 uh at the borgata and i played the 2040 with the half kill bellagio for a long time until that oh, good. dried up um, i used to play that but, back in the uh, uh, late 90s really mm-hmm. yeah yeah was that at the mirage mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember stories about it. But I was just curious, man. I got a love for 08. I've got a good feel for 08, just like you. But I know 08, there's a lot of feel involved. And, you know, there's no charts like you can pull up a, a sim, you know, run sims for a Hold'em and, and PLO. And, and there's charts up the ass and, and you know, and, and exact calculations and things like that. But there's so many different variables in 08. And there's no, like... Bible. Let me. You know, there is. There actually. There. First of all, I'm going to be opening a site which is going to be teaching uh, uh, advanced. Yeah, I just heard you say it in the previous yeah. call. Yeah, I didn't. But know I'm that. gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a a Bible of 08. There's a book, okay. a full tilt poker book that was put out in about 2007. Uh, okay. And there's a chapter in there that I wrote on 08. It's about 20, uh -huh. 15, 20 pages long. And when you read that chapter, it is the Bible to 08. Basically, okay. All right. basically those 15 pages are will totally make you a winning player if you're strong. So all the fundamentals, all the fundamentals yes. are there. It, it, it's okay. basically... Uh, it, it, it's a, it, there's a lot of good stuff in that book, anyways. But uh, the the eight chapter that yeah, I've I never wrote, heard of it. yeah, just it's it's called it's a full tilt poker book. Uh, it's green, red. It's a green with like red and white full tilt logo on the front. And it's got an 08 okay. chapter I wrote. Check that out. There's a lot of good stuff in that book, but uh, it's a great 08 chapter. So that'll really help. What, what is what is Mike? Do you do you play a strict style, or do you like to use your feel and like you know make river make river plays? And, I mean, and, you I, know, I, and I, take down pots without with nothing when you um, you know you miss your it, low draw and whatnot. And, it's just listen. You got to know your players. Um, right. That's it. Right. Yeah, and you got uh, the bottom line, and is is you got to locate the aces. As long as you can locate yeah, yeah. the aces, you know, you could basically know pretty much what the flop's coming most of the time. Um, like if it goes raise under the gun and two people call and you have one, two, three, seven, you just throw it away because it's coming high. Because right. when a ray guy raises under the gun, he's got ace, deuce, three, ace, deuce, king, or two aces, and you got two callers. You know, they, one's probably got two, three, four. The other one's probably got the other ace. So, you know, these are spots where, where I teach in that section where I'll be on the button with the nine jack, queen, king, and I'll three bet it because I know the board's coming high. So, again, that you, you got to – the key to 08 is you know what cards are coming by what players enter the pot. If that sure, makes sure, any sure. sense, what I'm saying. No, absolutely. Now, is it 100%? No, but you're going to be very profitable being able to fold the certain ace deuces to a right. single raise because you know there's another ace deuce already out there and you know right. those cards aren't coming. So uh, I, I'm I, what I'm really good at is really focusing on my players and pretty much right. knowing what cards are live by well, what players imagine, enter the pot. I imagine it's positional. I imagine it's a, a lot positional. Very positional. Like you have, you yeah, know, you don't. You'll never. If you're, if you're in a game, you know people aren't afraid to three bet and cap. 
Yeah. It's really hard to open limp under the gun like Ace Nine Four Dude. No, you know what I mean. No, it's never. Like, that's like what do you, you know? Yeah, because you're but susceptible see, to getting raised and re-raised and then having to. Now, you know, but if everybody fold, but if everybody folds and you're on the button with the Deuce Three, oh, oh, with, with the yeah. with a Deuce Three Four, like with a savage. Deuce Three Absolutely. Four King. Deuce three oh. four king is a raising hand on the button because oh. all oh. the aces oh. are live, so oh, it's a yeah, very oh eight's just a very ace dependable hand. It's very important okay. to know yeah, where they're yeah. at. So that's sure, uh, sure, that's sure. my advice to you. All right, my man, okay, man. I appreciate the call, workout, buddy. I appreciate you got it. Take care. Are you calling the wrong number again? Dude, it's the same fucker again. The person you are calling uses high voicemail. Good Leave night. a message on their app. Up. <laughs> high voicemail? What the fuck is that? I don't know. Your call has been forwarded. All right, man. Fucking, fucking all these motherfuckers on a Saturday night. It's eight. It's eleven p.m. on the East Coast. We're a little bit late today. By the way, we um, we had gotten it even in our pick of the week, and uh, we have a call coming in. Hour five and seven. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Is Mike? Hi, Mike. Uh, this is Pat from the Midwest. How are you doing tonight? Good, buddy. Thanks a lot. How are you? Oh, good, good. You know, I used to play poker a lot. Uh, yeah, I used to play, like, in the in the early 2000s and, and, and all the way up to today. But, you know, I played a lot online years ago, and it was, it was fairly, very, very soft, especially, like, party poker was very, oh, yeah. very soft, I thought. And uh, nowadays, you know, all the stuff I'm I'm reading, you know, I I I don't think you can possibly play without using solvers. You know, if you're going to play uh, online for any type of money whatsoever, online, so you no agree with me. Online, no limit. Absolutely, uh, mixed games. Yeah. Um, I disagree. You know, but uh, online, no limit. If you don't use solvers, you you can't win. Uh, but that's why I. Uh, but, you know, it depends. Like, I play in private games where nobody uses solvers. They're all business people. And, um, you know, I, you, I win, you know, where it's just poker. But if you're going to play against everybody else who's uh, who's using math and solvers, uh, you're just not going to beat Nolan and hold them. I, that's for sure. You know, but give me a mixed game and I'll play anybody, any mixed game they want online. And uh, there ain't there ain't no solver in the world that's going to going to beat me. So, you know. No, no, I, I agree with you 100 percent. It just seems like uh, computers have kind of ruined a lot of sports. Like I used to play a lot of oh. horses and the horses used to, horses used to be tremendous years ago. No, they've and, ruined uh, everything. And not, that's and nowadays yeah. and, and nowadays people are using computers on horses. They They you know, they're. They're allowed to bet at the last second. Uh, they're using computers, and it's, uh, it, it takes all the sport away from it. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a gigantic edge to use a computer, you know, with horses, and it's a gigantic edge to use a computer with poker, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even yeah, know. I, honestly, I don't even know what a solver is. I've never used one. I have never. I think I've. I've never even run a sim. I mean, I run like after a hand. I've run a PLO sim to see how big a favorite I was, or if I was a dog. Most of the time, I'm always right and I'm a favorite. But other than that, I just. I mean, I've never. I. I've had two losing months in my life, and I never use any of them. So, um, listen. Uh, I was listening. I saw Jason Kuhn put out a tweet the other day. It was so right. He goes, you can know all the GTO and solvers perfectly, but if you don't understand poker, you're not going to win. And I've been saying that for two years. Just because you know the solvers doesn't mean you can play poker. You still have to have some kind of instincts on how to play the game. You know, so that's just, you know, it was a good yeah, tweet. I, I agree with it a lot. You know, most people are, are that far along that if they run into starting using uh, solvers and and, they, and things like that, they they understand poker. Yeah. You know, it's just it, these these young guys are all awful fast. You know, awful fast with you know to 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 pick up on a uh, you know on a, so on that, a situation. Online, I agree. If you watch Doug Polk. Mm-hmm. If you watch poke in the ground playing, uh, you know if you watch the hands, the, the you know what what they're doing and the way they're playing, it, it, it just would make no sense to the average guy. Uh, doesn't even, doesn't even make sense to me. Market. Okay, I mean, there's a lot of things that I watch them do that I just I just think is it's just wrong. I now, got the now that doesn't mean that it's I'm right. You know what I'm saying? But they're both playing. Baseline GTO with solvers. So what's that going to? Well, if they're both playing it perfect, whoever catches the card's going to win. I just, I just don't see why. I, I, I would like Daniel to throw a lot more curveballs in. Um, it just seems like they're all they're just playing perfect GTO. I, I, you don't have to play every hand perfect. What, what you could, you could flat a hand and and trick him a hand and. And, you know, and I, I know Daniel was doing that early, but it seems like he's just playing uh, just straight, straight same way everything. But I'm not quite sure. You know, I, 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 um, I've been watching these matches because I have a vested interest in it, and um, I feel like uh, I feel like Daniel's calling way too much, and he's inflating the pots against a guy who never folds. I mean, me, I would switch up and play and just start folding a lot more and then just showing him the nuts for about an hour. And then once he realizes you switched up and you're playing small ball, then I'd start three betting. And I'd sw- I just think that he's, I mean, he's just three betting the seven, nine and the five, six suited out of position way too much. And then he bets the flop and Doug calls and, uh, then he checks and Doug takes the pot away. Now, I don't know how many that he's doing that to Doug because I haven't seen that. Um, but I, it just seems like Doug is taking away way more small pots than Daniel is. And um, I just think that's an adjustment he needs to make. Uh, that's just my opinion from the outside. Uh, me and Phil Homyuth were talking about it the other day. 
of course, we, we think differently than a lot of these kids do. Um, I, I, just, I, I would just like to see uh, a little bit of, I, I mean, I know he's stuck 500 now, but I mean, and he's not going to get even playing small ball, but uh, I, I think the, the approach of in, inflating the pots out of position, I guess a guy that never folds anything. So, you know, when you three bet, you know, unless if you get a favorable board, you gotta, you gotta like, I mean, even when Daniel fucking three bombs it three times, I've watched the guy call it ace high, like 10, 15, 20 times. He loves ace high. So, you oh, know, yeah. if, if a guy's never folding, why are you inflating the pot out of position and consistently three betting? Um, that's my opinion. Well, you know, I, I don't talk to Daniel about any strategy because he's got his own team. Um, I just think that it's it's something he's doing way too much of. And, uh, you know, um, listen, what do I know? I uh, I mean, I'm not uh, a genius head up online player, but I know uh, I know poker and uh, there's no reason to consistently, you know, three bet out of position when guys never folding ace high. I mean, you have to hit. So, anyway, right. that's my right. opinion. You know, you know what it gets me, you know, Mike, think about this. You know, it, and I agree with you. It, it, you know, it, it's there's some randomness to this, but when they when they set a line out, and even a guy like Timex sets a line out at five to one, four to one, whatever it is, mm-hmm. favoring poke. You know, there's there's something to that. It's like it it looks too easy to bet on uh, on Daniel. Well, and it, as it's going to turn out, it, it it was the wrong side. It's going to be the wrong side. I don't. I'm not no so sure about that. I mean, I've watched the match. I mean. Daniel's down two hundred eighty thousand in in EV. I mean, hands that he's supposed to have won, um, and bad beat hands. Uh, there's other like hands. Just, I mean, shit. You, I, I can name two hands right off the bat. That's one hundred and seventy thousand. I mean, he got Doug put a hundred big blinds in with two eights versus queens. That's eighty thousand right there. Then he then there was. 70,000 in the pot when Doug hit the ace on the river when Daniel three bet the jack nine and flopped the nine and two spades. Then the turn card came a diamond. Doug called a big bet on the flop with ace high like he always does. And the river came an ace. Now, I I don't like Daniel's call there. I mean, well, you know, the pot's so big. What's, well, you know, I just don't think he's ever moving in without having jack nine beat. But there's just a lot of spots I see Daniel calling. And from the outside, I tell my son, I just know when Doug bets he has it, and every time yeah, I the, said, the whole thing, the whole thing, Mike is is his betting patterns that Doug's using is mind fucking Daniel. It, it, it's like uh, that 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 exploding the fucking uh, river. I mean, to react to that, to, to react to that properly every time is really hard. Well, I the, just, the logical uh, again, thing I think the right way. I think the right way to do is quit inflating the pots out of position, and, and, and let him take, let him look like he's running you over. Let him win a lot of small ones, and then once he realizes you're you're only fucking betting when you got it, now start three betting it. See, Daniel's not switching up enough. That's my opinion. You know. But he's won three times in a row. I thought he's run about decent. Uh, you know, if, if he could pick up ninety thousand a week, you know, for he's going to win the thing. But you know, he's not going to win every day. He needs to. 
He needs to put a couple hundred thousand dollar win together. Uh, the day he lost 300, Daniel ran insanely bad. But, I mean, I also think he tilted a little bit. I mean, he paid oh, off sure. He paid off in hopeless spots. Like, there was one hand that Doug bluffed, and Daniel picked him off. And then Daniel's got to know he's just not bluffing the next five times he paid him off. See what I'm saying? So uh, Yeah, it's, he picks his spot. Doug picks his spots. What he does is basically... To me, I, I see it, it. The average thing is it's a twenty percent bet, and then it's followed by a sixty percent bet. Yeah, and then it's the blown it's the blown up bet. Right. You know? Well, Daniel, he hit, but he told me this. Daniel told me that he always bets this much on the turn and bombs the river. So all I need to do is fold when I don't have it. But uh, but he keeps calling. So he told me one thing. I just think he's calling too much. I, I mean. Let let him win the small ones. Uh, I just think he's inflating the pot out of position too much, with with marginal hands, and uh, he's been unlucky too. I mean, like he had three kings in a hundred seventy thousand dollar pot, and then Doug had two nines, and the board was king king, and a nine on the river. I mean, Doug's run really good. So yeah, listen, he's running good. He's th- running. He's, he's running good. But in reality, I really think that uh, Doug's attitude. Even though they're playing the handshake routine, has has Daniel tilted for life almost? I mean, he, uh, he, Daniel's I, ego doesn't let let I, him overcome uh, the way. I, I just don't. I don't think the match is close to over, but I do think that. And again, uh, some of Daniel's team could be listening. I I don't know. I just think that I find I find that Daniel will will three bet. And then he'll flop big and check call a lot, okay? Which is fine. So you want to do a good aggressive player, but I just think he's just not when he was when he when he overcame that two seventy deficit and went to about three hundred winner. He was check raising the turn a lot. I don't see near as much. I don't feel he's check raising the turn enough, and I think he's paying off way 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 too much now. Again, I might be wrong. He, 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 his team, they go over, they put all the hands into a computer. Uh, but there, you got to play a little bit of poker. I, I just think that Doug's never folding, and Daniel's got to use his instincts, which I know is much better than, Dan, than Doug's, and, and go a little bit away from what the GTO line tells you. He's got to feel. I mean, when I said I go, there was one hand he paid off. I go, I go, I go. I told myself for sure he had this, and he asked me, "How did you know for sure?" And I'm like, Daniel, you know, you're a poker player. Don't you feel it? Like I'm watching, right? And like almost every time Daniel's called, I thought he was bluffing, and he was bluffing. And then almost every time Daniel's called, I said, "I think he's beat," and he's beat. Now. I'm on the outside feeling this, not knowing anything, and I'm not just being a Monday morning quarterback, but you can't tell me that my instincts are that much better than Daniel's because I know Daniel's got one of the best instincts I've ever played poker with in my whole life. So I just think he's following too much of the GTO line and too much of the the correct and not using his instincts enough. Um that's all. That's my opinion. I think if he starts folding a little bit more and 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 not three betting dog shit out of position as much, I think you're going to see uh, the match turn quicker. So we'll see. 
We'll see what happens. But you, I don't believe the match you know, is far you, from over. Yeah, we got another. You call. know the one thing though, Mike. When you're playing heads up, when you when you're playing heads up, you don't have it that often. It's a game of bluffing. It's going to turn into a game of bluffing. Mm. It's who's got the bigger cut. I played a lot know? of it, fucking it, head up, and I'm telling you right now, you, 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 it's not as much bluffing as you think. Okay, especially if you're keeping the pot small. Just remember, if you fucking if the guy's picking up 400, 400, 800, 400, 400, 400, and now fucking you pick up a hand one out of ten times and he never folds, you're you're plus money. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket if you got a guy that never fucking folds. So, and then all of a sudden, when he realizes you have it every time, and he starts folding, then you start fucking three betting and bluffing him. I just think he's he. I, I, listen. I might be wrong. That's why I was wondering anybody listening, call in with their opinion on the matches. My opinion is he's inflating the pots with too much, with bad hands, and um, and and he's just and he's and Doug's taking the pots from him. That's my opinion. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, I got other calls, man. Good luck to you. You got it, man. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Peace. All right, man. All right, I'll take another phone call here. Mouth poker at yahoo.com. 300 chips for 200. Join my home game. One, two, two, four, Hello? no limit. What's up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Hello? How you doing? This is Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, quick question. Sure. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I know you've been talking about the Doug match. Yep. You know, and Daniel. Um, it seems to me that Doug, you know, obviously being up about 500, 520K, seems to be getting a little cocky. Yes, um, he is. In, you know, example, you know, he's streaming the other day on YouTube and, you know, giving shout-outs. Um, you know, the day before, he's playing Bill Perkins on a third table. I saw for, I believe the same. I believe the same stakes even yeah. uh, that he's playing Daniel. And, I saw it. You know, I got to be honest. In my opinion, he probably is a much, much better heads-up player. I mm. mean, let's be honest. Doug is probably the best in the world at that craft. Right. But do you feel that Doug is just getting a little bit too cocky here? Yes, I do. And, and you know, I, I don't I think he's... believe he's going to win in the long run, but... You know, I just wanted your thoughts on this. I don't. I just think that he's being way cocky. Um, I think Daniel's putting in the work. I think his team is going to definitely see the mistakes he's making. Um, we're, we're, th- we're not even. We're not even a third of the way home yet. Um, right. So uh, I, I think that. I, I think it's good. I think you're going to see this. I think you're going to see Daniel ahead in this match. At some point or the other, and I, uh, really? I, I, I do. Um, I, I just think that Doug has run really, really good. I think he's because he's out in front. He's playing a little bit more aggressive, and I think you need to you got to combat that by keeping the pot smaller. I think that Daniel doesn't need to keep three betting the jack nines and the seven nines. You know, uh, and then gets four bet and called. Um, I think I just think that uh, that because uh, Doug's getting cocky right now, it's a good time to just like make him think he, like he's running you over. 
play a little bit tighter and just switch right. it up a little bit. Um, to, to be fair, though, I will say this. Doug, Doug realized at the end of the stream that, uh, you know, he admitted that he's probably not going to do it again. I think he was too distracted by doing the stream. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's pretty obvious that he's also putting in the time. Um, I personally think Doug's probably going to win. I don't know if 12,500 or even 25,000 hands is enough of a sample to yeah. even matter. Uh, well, but, I, I, know, Doug, I, did, <laughs> I didn't believe Doug was going to win, um, and I've got money that says he isn't, uh, but I do now believe that I think Doug is going to win unless Daniel makes a few adjustments. Uh, again, right. I it's, listen, Daniel's my good friend. We talk every – I talk three days a week with him, but I don't talk strategy – or anything about the match with him because he has his own team. Right. And I, it's not my place. Uh, but I do believe uh, Daniel needs to I, – I, a couple hands where where I thought Daniel should have check-raised the turn, and uh, he ends up check-calling, and Doug checks back the river, and he never got – I think he's missing value with his hand, trying to trap way too much because Doug never folds. And I just think he needs to throw in some more turn raises and not quite and not three-bet quite as much as he's been doing. That's all. Those are the two right. adjustments I think he needs to make. Uh, other than that, I think he's playing fine, and that Doug's been running really, really good. So, And just a final question here. I mean – you know, why do you think Daniel even accepted this challenge? Because let's uh, be honest, I was pretty he, upset he, with him neg- about he's it. He's negative EV going into this. He has to be. Um, why? Um, why would he accept this challenge? Well, I was really upset with him for doing it because I don't like giving people uh, a free. Like this is worth fucking a million dollars to Doug just. With people signing up to his site, to his YouTube channel. Why give a guy that's treated you so poorly relevance? Okay? Right. That's what I was upset about. Daniel figured that, um, uh, like, I don't know if GG is putting up the money for this. I presume they are. You know, and I don't know that, but I presume they are. Um, And uh, he's able to put it on GG Poker TV. Um, he's able to advertise his site enough and it's COVID where nobody can really leave the house. So he has nothing else to do. And, uh, Daniel's the type of guy that likes a challenge. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I mean, I, good on Daniel for accepting the challenge. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Someone in the comment just said that, uh, what people don't know is Doug's worth over forty million. I find that hard to believe, but uh, I don't, if that's true, hey, I, good I on mean, him. He, he's, I know he's worth a lot because he he he. Um, I don't believe forty Bitcoin, million, et cetera. Because he want, he made a lot of money in Bitcoin, but I mean, not maybe yeah, 20, yeah. maybe twenty. I don't believe forty. That's for sure. Yeah, forty um, seems a bit high, but uh, yeah, we're going. But I, but I, but I guarantee you, Daniel's worth more than forty. You know. If Dan, see these people that think Daniel's quitting at twelve thousand five hundred. I just want to. I want that bet, okay? That says he doesn't, and I will fucking lay any. Daniel's not quitting. If Daniel loses five million, he loses yeah, five yeah. million. He's not quitting the dog, yeah. okay? I've talked to him. He believes he's better. He believes that. Doug's running way above expectation. He believes he's still going to win the match, and uh, we'll see. You know, 
But it, it's good. I get three days a week, three hours a day to to watch the. Uh, you know, I watch it. I turn the volume off because I can't stand listening to these uh, people on the GG. I just they're just if you're gonna if you're gonna uh, be on GG Poker and <laughs> like like have somebody on there that's gonna analyze hands instead of talk and drink and act like idiots. Okay. No, I mean yeah, I well, love Hanks. Probably better to watch yeah. the. Watch yeah, the I love Hanks. I love Platts, and I like and I love uh, Amanda. But you know, you got. I mean, if you're going to be on there, do your job. And the the other guy seems pretty nice too. Uh, the guy who also said the same things I say about Doug. You know, it's like, you know, he's a kind of a piece of shit for wanting to get twenty five thousand retweets. So it's just he's always marketing himself. I'm just like. Listen, I got nothing against Doug. All I want is an apology for accusing me and Phil of cheating, and I'd have no problem with him because I was just out of line. Um, but, um, yeah, maybe I will watch Joey Ingram's stream because the other two are, uh, I mean, I did watch the upswing poker stream with with Jamie a little bit, and I like Jamie a lot, but, I don't, again, I don't want to give Doug the um, m- my viewing uh, until I get that apology. Right, so, right. Uh, maybe I'll check well, out. good for uh, poker and yeah. yeah, good for poker in general. So, uh, anyway, thanks for taking my call. You're very really welcome, man. It. And uh, let, let's hope that, uh, you know, obviously next July we're going to have a regular World Series of poker. And I uh, wish you the best of luck, Mike. Thank you, my friend. And I'll be playing the main event next uh, weekend. So, uh, we'll uh, All right. see what happens. Take care, my man. Take, take it right. easy. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right. So um, also, yeah, I'll be playing the main event next weekend for everybody out there listening. Um, I'm going to sell half of myself at youstake.com. So uh, buy your pieces starting on Monday. Welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. Hi, Mike. This is Carrie calling from Vancouver, Canada. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Good, thanks. I just wanted to lift your spirits a bit and tell you a nice story. Cool. I went to the WPT Bahamas many years ago, and of all the pros there that I met, you were the nicest, kindest, shyest one. Oh, thank you so much. You know, <laughs> I try and be nice to everybody. I, you know, I'm even nicer today than I was back then. I was a little cocky back then because I had a lot of money and I <laughs> things were good for me. But, you know, I had a bad injury and I got humbled a lot and... Now I'm even a nicer person, but thank you. That uh, that means a lot to me. It really does. Okay, good. Yeah. And I do have one question. How, would you ever be an ambassador to any of these poker sites? Yeah. You know, uh, I would love to um, work for a poker site. It just seems like uh, after the Full Tilt thing, people thought I owned a piece of it. I didn't own any part of Full Tilt. And um and it just and it just seems like uh, it became a lot of very political, and uh, unfortunately, I haven't had anybody uh, offer me. Now I do have uh, I did get a, a small offer right now that I'm in the works of possibly signing with uh, ACR uh, to stream on the weekends um, to stream on a Sunday. So uh, I'm in final talks with them. But other than that, you know. Um, you know, if something comes around, I'm not looking to get a lot of money, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm good for a site, and I I'm, I'm cool. I, I well, I well. really hope it happens because we would love to see you on one. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, thank you so much. Okay. You know, it means a lot to me. It really does. 
I really okay, don't. and I just want you to know we always watch for you on Poker Go, and we always wait for your your next Mike the Mouth to come out. We just you, love it. Thank you, you so much. It. You know, I didn't play the high stakes poker they just filmed because the uh, the lineups were really tough, and you know I put myself in a position now where I'm not broke anymore, and I and I don't want to risk you know playing really high stakes against so many great players where. I don't feel my edge is that big, so I kind of missed it this time, but, but I'll be on a lot of them. You'll see me on a lot of them. So. Well, we can't wait. Thanks, right. Mike. Thank you so much for calling. Bye-bye. Have a good night. You too. Have a great weekend. Yeah, so um, anyways, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, so anybody out there, um, we're going to take one more call here. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. What's up? Hey, Mike. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, man. Where you um, at? Um, so, uh, Vancouver area. Cool. Cool. You get a lot of yeah. Canadians. I love it. Um, my name's Chris. Yeah. So, hey, um, so hey, I have a question for you. Sure. I I played a pot one time. At Caesars okay. years ago, Chris Moneymaker was there just playing around with friends, and we were playing at the same table, and it was like one three no limit, okay, and um, I won. This is Chris Moneymaker, uh, and you're listening to the mouthpiece. <laughs> There's my boy Chris. Yeah, yeah, and anyways, I um, so I ended up calling the pot on the river. Mm-hmm. With eight high, and I won. Really? Don't get in a yes. don't get in a habit of calling with eight high, because because uh, yeah. um, you probably won't be a winner in the long run. Have you ever heard of that before? I went to war with Scotty Wynn back in the day. Um, I had a flush draw, jack high flush draw. He kept raising me. The board was five eight. And on the river, he bet, and I looked him right in the eye, and I said, you got 6-7. I just know it. I called him a jack high. Right. Now, uh, right. That, was, that was in limit hold'em. I've, ne- I never yeah. made, I've never made no jack high, king high calls in no limit. I've called with king high head up, but not in, like, right. ring games. I just kind of, like, right. give it up, you know. But, right. Yeah. So, like... I don't totally re- remember the particulars of the board and stuff, but it was basically like a busted um, wheel draw or like a six high straight yeah. draw. And I mean, Chris wasn't in the hand, but, um, and I guess, I mean, however much there was in there, like uh, about a hundred dollars, I he didn't bet much, right? He bet like, Twenty uh, percent or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I just like had a feeling that he had like six high, right? right. For a busted, busted straight, and uh, and I was and so it was really cool because the whole table talked about it for basically like an hour after that, right? So, yeah. so yeah, sounds like fun, man. Yeah, sounds totally. Like so. Yeah, anyway, if you're ever uh, to... if you want to play uh, if you ever want to play like uh, yeah. in my home game, you know we play one dollar, two dollar, two four dollar. You can uh, email mouthpoker at yahoo dot com and uh, play a little cool. small limit with me. I play a couple hours every day. 
So. Right on. Cool. All right, Matt. I appreciate the call, okay. and you have a great weekend. Okay. okay, see ya. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. So, um, listen, uh, on Monday, uh, you can uh, check out for my Twitter. You can go to youstake.com. I'm selling 50% of myself to the 10K main event. Thinking about keeping all, selling all, keeping all of myself, but I like playing for other people. And if it was live, I mean, I got money now. I'd probably play all myself. But because it's online, I'm going to sell half myself. So, um, yeah, yes. Um, so, um, yeah, so, um, I'm going to, uh, be selling 50% of myself at usetake.com. So check it out on Monday this week. Uh, it probably, you know, you know, you don't have to buy much, 20 bucks, 50 bucks. I think 50 bucks is what, half a percent, hundred bucks, like 120 or something for 1%, whatever it is. Um, you know, I'm going to try and play for a bunch of people. And, uh, uh, you know, see if I can win, uh, you know, the Vegas side of the WSOP. It's going to be a lot easier than the European side. Um, but it's online, and these guys are all solvers and play perfect. But I'm, I went, uh, what, I finished 10th in two of the events uh, that we played in. And I made, what, cash 12 of 24 playing those online events here during the World Series this last summer. So I feel pretty confident in it. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll be playing those. So anyways, um, yeah, no, I apologize that, uh, uh, man, you guys still talking politics. You guys, all you people that are anti-Trump, you guys just don't know what's going on in the world. Yes, he's a fucking idiot. But you guys just don't understand what's really going on. It's all about China. China sent this virus to the world to get Trump out of office, kill a couple million people, and have economic dominance over the whole world. And if you don't believe it, you're just stupid. Go look at your history. There's been dictators that have killed tens of millions of people for a lot less. So, you know. Joe Biden will never hold China accountable because he's in bed with them. And it's all about China. So you can hate the guy all you want, but you need to know what's going on in the world. So uh, anyways, uh, that's all I need to say about that. Listen, um, once again, if you want to join my home game, $200 deposit, you get 300 in chips, mouth poker at yahoo.com. All right, we're going to go to my pick of the week. I've lost two weeks in a row after getting to five and five. I am now five and seven. Or wait, did I, I lost last week. I lost, no, I lost two weeks in a row. I had Dallas last week. Yes, I'm five and seven. It's not good. We got to turn this around. I am really confident on this one this week. The Washington football team. Plus nine and a half against Pittsburgh. Very confident in this pick. Uh, this game has been pushed back. Pittsburgh, huh, 
They waited an extra week almost to play their game. Um, and now they got to play on a short week against a rested team that's streaking right now. They've won two in a row and could have easily won four in a row, gave away two games. Alex Smith is playing well. I like them to cover plus nine and a half. That's my pick of the week. See if we can get to six and seven. Uh, what is my second best pick of the week? Oh, my second best pick of the week are the Patriots minus a half against the Chargers. I don't know. I just feel like this team finds a way to win and they're going to get to six and six. But I'm only giving out one a week. I really, really, really like Washington. Um, I've bet about three or four of my picks of the week for like 500. I might bet a thousand on Washington. Maybe. I don't know. I really like them a lot this week. So, um, that's about it. Um, again, mouthpokeryahoo.com, 300 chips for 200 at my private game. And check out usteak.com starting Monday. I'm selling half of myself to WSOP main event. We're out of here. Oh, hold on. Where, what are you doing? What are you doing, you fucker? What are you, type, what are you, what are you typing something in over here? Let me see what the fuck. I don't trust you, man. What are you writing? I don't think we're done yet with calls. We are done with calls. Fuck them. We're done with them. We're done. We're out of here. We're done? We are done. Dunzo. Turn on the music. Mouth poker. Yahoo.com. 300 for 200. I play two hours a day. Um, I wish our country the best. Trump is kind of insane, but you guys got to understand what's going on. I'll see you all next week, next Friday, I think, maybe Saturday, on the mouthpiece. Gizmo says goodbye. So does Flash.